98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, the police commissioner tells state media the new national security law is already having a deterrent effect. The US Consul General says the new law is creating an atmosphere of coercion and self-censorship. And users of online banking have trouble logging on after the first batch of the government's $10,000 handout was released. The police commissioner, Chris Tang, has told state media the new national security law has already shown its deterrence, saying activists who are anti-China and cause chaos in Hong Kong are backing down. Timmy Sung reports. The police chief told state broadcaster CCTV that with the new law, the force now had a legal basis to tackle crimes they couldn't in the past year, during often violent anti-government protests. Chris Tang said there was ample evidence showing the law was already deterring some anti-China activists. A person who once said he was proud to be arrested along with other teenagers now says advocating Hong Kong independence is dangerous and violence should not be used. A person who advocated localism now tells you the idea was hijacked by independence advocates and now he is quitting the social movement, he said. The police commissioner said he believed the law could help maintain social stability and had boosted the force's confidence in safeguarding national security. A secret police department has been set up to investigate offences linked to national security. Ten people were arrested during protests on Wednesday on suspicion of violating the new law, a day after it was passed in Beijing. A local publisher says the city's freedom of publishing and expression is already being undermined since the national security law took effect on Tuesday. Wendy Wong reports. Publisher Jimmy Pang said the national security law was causing fear in the publishing sector. He said a lot of publishers wanted to avoid selling books that could cause trouble at the upcoming book fair in case they accidentally broke the law. Civic Party lawmaker Tanya Chan, who's the convener of the Pan-Democrats, says she didn't understand why public libraries pulled a book she published six years ago. She says the book neither promotes violence nor independence, and the move would cause white terror and encourage self-censorship. But Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong says there's no need for people to make such a fuss. He told an RTHK program that the law states it's everyone's responsibility to safeguard national security, so it's understandable libraries would avoid books discussing independence and subversion. U.S. Consul General Hanscom Smith says it's a tragedy for Hong Kong the way Beijing uses national security law to erode fundamental freedoms here and to create what he called an atmosphere of coercion and self-censorship. Mr. Smith said Washington was looking at further steps to pressure Beijing into removing the law, but he didn't disclose details. Speaking on an RTHK program, he brushed aside concerns that any moves to sanction China would backfire on the U.S. economy. Our interest uh, is fundamentally ensuring that Hong Kong enjoys uh, the high degree of autonomy uh, that it was promised. That's worked very well uh, for us, um, uh, including um, in our economic and uh, trade interests. Uh, So I think that uh, our position now, of course, is very consistent with that. Uh, Hong Kong is successful precisely because of its autonomy. It's a fantastic business hub and trading partner because of a high degree of autonomy. Germany has warned its citizens in Hong Kong to be mindful of the new national security law. Joanne Wong reports. 
In a statement, the German foreign ministry said Beijing's national security legislation for Hong Kong had unidentified definitions of secession, subversion, terrorism, and for cooperation with foreign countries. It said it could not completely rule out German citizens in Hong Kong being affected by the law, as it also applies to foreigners overseas, and that people should be careful about making political comments on social media. It also warned of further protests and clashes here and urged citizens to follow the advice of local security forces. Pro-democracy activist Nathan Law has called on the international community to pressure China to honour its commitment to maintain Hong Kong's freedoms and its way of life. In an article in the British newspaper The Daily Mail, he said the new national security law had unleashed a new cultural revolution in the SAR. The former legislator from the now disbanded Demosisto party left Hong Kong last week. Prominent pro-democracy restaurant says one of its cooks was attacked this morning near its Chim Sa Choi branch. Comes almost a week after Lung Moon Cafe announced it was quitting the so-called Yellow Economic Circle because of the Beijing-imposed national security law. Pictures on its Facebook page showed bloodstains and broken glass on the floor. Police say a man was attacked at around 6.30 this morning on Cameron Road by two men carrying glass bottles. The victim suffered head and hand injuries. Men in the media have reported that the PLA garrison in Hong Kong took part in drills recently at an unknown base. Video shows the soldiers throwing hand grenades and firing live rounds in a muddy field. It said the drills were to test the soldiers' response, deployment, communication and use of weapons. A communicable diseases expert says Hong Kong's quarantine arrangements are unsatisfactory as Hong Kong is seeing local COVID-19 cases every two to three weeks. Yesterday, authorities confirmed two new local cases, the first in three weeks. Right now, returnees from low-risk countries can do home quarantine, while air and ship crews are exempt. Dr Leung Chi Chu, who chairs the Medical Association's Advisory Committee on Communicable Diseases, called for the government to set up quarantine hotels. If we can stop the leakage of this infectious case from our poor quarantine arrangement into the general community, we should be able to terminate the local transmission within a reasonable time. Now we are seeing this local transmission every two to three weeks. It's not satisfactory. Macau is performing much better than us. They have not been seeing this local transmission for almost three months. And an infectious diseases expert says it is possible one of the latest COVID-19 cases, a 59-year-old man who works at two restaurants, could result in a cluster. Dr Ho Pak Leung of the University of Hong Kong told RTHK that the customers had complained that the man didn't always wear a mask. Dr Ho said the government should liaise with the catering industry and establish a mechanism to monitor the health of staff in the sector. The World Health Organization is coming under pressure from nearly 240 scientists who wanted to take the airborne risk of spreading the coronavirus more seriously. WHO has concentrated on hand washing and social distancing to combat the spread of the virus, saying there's no definitive proof of the protective benefit from wearing a face mask. The Nobel Prize winning Mexican chemist Mario Molina disagrees. The face mask is to prevent you from breathing these uh, small particles, whereas the WHO and so on, the original idea was that you use face masks only so that you don't emit large droplets. And there are several other indications people getting infected when they are in a closed room. It's clear that infections propagate that way, and that cannot happen with the large droplets. That's happening with the aerosols. 
The Australian state of Victoria is to close its border with New South Wales to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. The decision follows a spike in infections in Victoria's capital, Melbourne, where nine public housing estates have been locked down. The border closure will take effect on Tuesday night. Speaking at a news conference, Victoria's Premier, Daniel Andrews, explained his decision. I've made no comment about border closures right throughout this. I spoke with the Prime Minister. We agreed that this is the best thing to do at this time out of a sense of caution. Beyond that, if you think about the resources that are needed from a Victorian point of view to be monitoring and checking people just from those hot zones, uh, this is a much more logical way of doing it. With most votes counted, Croatia's governing centre-right HDZ party is on track to win a convincing victory in parliamentary elections. Easily finish as the largest party, though without an outright majority, leaving the Prime Minister Andrei Plankovic in a strong position to dictate the terms of a new coalition. He said voters had opted for responsibility and experience to meet Croatia's serious problems. This big victory gives us right to be happy and relaxed. We will together continue to work with our full hearts for Croatia. Big voter support is also a huge obligation for us, and we will take that into account every day of the new term in dealing with the challenges facing Croatia. Suspected drug traffickers in southern Mexico have made an emergency landing in a light aircraft on a public highway before taking drastic action. Here's the BBC's Will Grant. By the time the authorities in the coastal state of Quintana Roo had become aware that a light aircraft had made an emergency landing on a public highway, the plane was in flames. Images posted to social media showed the plane on fire. The state's public security secretary confirmed that a plane had been set on fire and said that it could be related to criminal activity. It has been reported in local media that it was set alight by the crew, who later fled the scene. If so, it would suggest that the light aircraft was being used to transport drugs from south of Mexico's border with Guatemala or Belize. Iran's Atomic Energy Organization says Thursday's fire at its Nantans facility has caused significant damage that could slow the development of advanced centrifuges used to enrich uranium. A spokesman, Behrouz Kamal Vandi, said Iran would replace the damaged building. He said officials knew the cause of the fire but were not prepared to give details. As BBC's James Reid. Natanz is the centrepiece of Iran's uranium enrichment program, which Israel and the United States see as a threat. The admission that it suffered major damage came after satellite images showed a building apparently wrecked by an explosion. The question now is whether it was an accident or deliberate sabotage. The US and Israel are widely believed to have attacked Natanz a decade ago with a computer virus. Both have said they're determined to stop Iran developing technology that could be used to make a nuclear weapon. This time, Israel's defense minister said Israel was not necessarily behind every mysterious incident in Iran. Back locally, users of online banking have been having trouble logging on after the first batch of the government's $10,000 handout was released. HSBC said on its website that some customers might experience a slower response or service connection problems due to high volumes of traffic. The handout was announced in February's budget to help mitigate against the COVID-19 pandemic. Stocks short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 26,235. That's 862 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $125 billion. US dollar is trading at 107.68 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 12 cents. And the pound is worth $900.67. Sport now, and here's Artem Chung.
After a four-month delay because of coronavirus, Formula One has returned with the season-opening Austrian Grand Prix. Valtteri Bottas of Mercedes came through victorious in a race packed with incidents. More from the BBC's Jack Nichols. Bottas may have won from pole position, but his victory was not straightforward. He was pressured by his teammate Lewis Hamilton all the way until the closing stages. But Hamilton had been given a five-second penalty for a collision with Red Bull's Alexander Albon. That dropped him down to fourth position. Charles Leclerc's Ferrari, a very impressive drive, finishing in second. And a first podium for British driver Lando Norris, who finished just two-tenths of a second ahead of Lewis Hamilton in third position. It means that Bottas leads the championship for Mercedes, and we go again at the same place at the same track at the same time in one week's time. Bottas kept his composure to win the race, which restarted three times behind a safety car. There was uh, definitely quite a bit of pressure all through the race. And um, I mean, one safety car was still OK, but with the last safety car, I was like, come on again. <laughs> you know, it's just there was so many chances for Lewis to, um, you know, uh, get the lead if I make an even small mistake. And he was really quick today. Um, but yeah, I managed to keep it together and really could control the race from my side. So obviously, yeah, no better way to start the season. Now to football. The newly crowned English Premier League champions Liverpool came through a difficult match to beat Aston Villa 2-0 at Anfield. Liverpool are hoping to break Manchester City's Premier League record of 100 points in a season. They can do it with 12 points from the remaining five games, but manager Jurgen Klopp says that's no easy task. So last year we had 97 points, now I think we have 89. And that's not easy in this league, especially when you see what the, what the opponents are playing for. Um, Brighton is fighting to stay in the league. Burnley is always uncomfortable to play. Arsenal and Chelsea both fight for going to, Euro to Europe. And the last match, match day is Newcastle after we played Wednesday, Chelsea and get the, get the trophy. So um, that's not an easy, uh, easy run in. So we, 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 we try with all we have. And that's what I like most about my team, that I can see that we really try to, to win football games. We did that today again, scored two really nice goals and, yeah, and had, had three more points. Southampton made it three wins from four in the Premier League with a 1-0 victory over Manchester City. Che Adams scored the only goal of the game at St. Mary's. Sheffield United got an equaliser 10 minutes from time to finish one all away at Burnley. Newcastle drew 2-2 with West Ham. In Spain, the Real Madrid captain Sergio Ramos scored a penalty to give the league leaders a 1-0 win away to Athletic Bilbao. Barcelona kept the gap at the top to four points with a comfortable 4-1 win at Villarreal. And that's your look at sports. To end the news, the top stories once again. The police commissioner tells state media the new national security law is already having a deterrent effect. U.S. Consul General says the new law is creating an atmosphere of coercion and self-censorship. And users of online banking have trouble logging on after the first batch of the government's $10,000 handout was released. The news from RTHK. There's a light inside of all of us. It's never hiding, you just have to light it. It's the one thing that you gotta trust. It's like a diamond, you just have
Afternoon and welcome to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, this Monday afternoon. Monday, the sixth of July, is today's date. Hope you all had a great weekend, and thank you very much to Karen Co. Sitting in for me last Thursday and last Friday. It's great to be back, and we're starting the week with with a lot of topics today. I'm just looking down. We're starting the show by talking about Chinese pangolins, which is an endangered species、uh, here in the world. And、uh, we'll be chatting、uh, to David Olson, the director of conservation at the WWF、uh, Hong Kong, about、uh, Chinese pangolins, which, as I mentioned earlier, is an endangered species、uh, animal, and、uh, it's often being used as Chinese medicine. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that、uh, just after half past one. And after two o'clock, we'll be chatting with fitness coach Nathan Solier、uh, about、uh, improving mobility in the knees and the legs and exercises、uh, for those. Areas if you have reduced mobility, and after two thirty, it is trash talk. And this week, Marcy Trent Long will be speaking with Simon Terrell from Red Box Storage, and also Kay Liu from Redress, which is an NGO that、uh, advocates for sustainable、uh, fashion,、uh, about their joint effort to reduce clothing weight,、uh, clothing waste from storage units. And we want to hear from you also, so feel free to drop us an email. Our email address is. One two three show at rthk dot hk. That's one two three show at rthk dot hk. You can also find us on 